Talk in shop is in the house. We are in, where the fuck are we, Hoot? Poughkeepsie, motherfucking New York. We got a little weird heat on us today. Yeah, how do we get weird heat on us? Just, we always do. We were doing a nice little interview. and We just re-explained some public knowledge about our contracts when asked. Why do people always get mad at us when they ask us <laughs> questions and we, and we, and we answer, answer them? them? Honestly. Yeah. P.R. Ross almost did a moonsault onto us because <laughs> he was so upset. But well, also, we didn't do anything also, to PR Ross except take him out for a beautiful sushi he also, dinner. He also lied and said our boss called him yelling about us, and that's not true. You can't just lie about yeah. the boys. Come on, Doctor. We're gonna Doctor Ross. I'm gonna tell everyone you're not a real doctor. I didn't realize we we're gonna go in on it like that. Anyway, great, isn't it? Yes, it's a machine gun here, baby. Everybody knows that already. Come on in. I'm not well, even gonna I, fight I, it. Hold I on, hold on. Can I crack this beer? Well, you yes, son of a. You... Don't you dare cuss at me, Carlos. Don't cuss at the divine Fink, ladies and gentlemen. I wanted to get this. What is it called? <laughs> the fuck? What happened, Fink? Oh, well, I, I, I'll tell you what happened. <laughs> the boys are only 98 miles from WWE headquarters, my, my old home office. So I'm a little nervous. <laughs> <laughs> and I have a little bit of a speech impediment today, only when I say my ahs. <laughs> anyway, ladies and gentlemen. I'm a little nervous. Welcome to the waste podcast ever. <laughs> Where are your hosts? <laughs> The machine gun, Carl, Carl Anderson, <laughs> and the big LG, Doc Gower, oh, the good blubbers, and Walkie Wamero, the good blubbers, and Walkie Wamero, him and Emilio's box are here. <laughs> and now the fake has a, has a heavenly speech. <laughs> so, and I, you're popping pretty good, so on that note, I'm going to get the fuck out of here. Fuck you, fake. Now don't you fuck me, uh, you little bastard. Oh, God. <laughs> that was a mix of uh, a New Yorker. <laughs> <laughs> A man with a speech impediment. Had a big, had a big fan of Wick Wood. Little, <laughs> little sour Lavishing boy. Wick Wood. I, oh, Christ. I turned Sour Boy into a bit of a, a speech impediment. Yeah, God, you, you, you did. Yeah, sour, sour Boy's a little off, but. All right, what are we doing here, Hoot? Well, we're here for a media blitz. Media blitz. Uh, but, you know. In Kipsy. In, Kipsy. In, I've been saying it right lately. Good brother fashion. We do. We have big shows coming up here. We got this. Yeah. We got Rebellion April 23rd. That's right. We've got television the next day, the 24th. The historic Mid Hudson Coliseum. I hope Drugs Delaney makes the trek 80 miles up north of the city. He's been tweeting like hell today. Hello, mm-hmm. Drugs Delaney, one of our dearest fans. Hello, uh, Drugs. But in, in 12 Good Bubba's fashion, uh, we got here, and COVID is still uh, a scary thing here in upstate New York because we were supposed to be going around town to a media today, but have we, have we left the hotel at all? No. So we had to do me- media from our hotel lobby. <laughs> guys. <laughs> Zoom, guys. <laughs> you guys can put me out there as me saying this. COVID is over. For fuck's sake. For fuck's sake. Get over, get over it. We've had enough. COVID sucks. It was terrible. It was horrible. gone. Yes. And it, like, it, clearly it's still, it, it, I guess it's still here. I mean, I'm not seeing the reports. <laughs> well, I don't feel so good right now. <laughs> <laughs> I got a little sniffle that it is. <laughs> <laughs> Catch a little cold. <laughs> all right. Have you been following up on the wrestling world at all lately? Have you watched anything? There's a lot going on. Yeah, let's there's let's, a, let's a, do the daily, the weekly Good Brothers recap of well, I mean, shit we watched. Well, well, I'm not going to say I watched a ton, but I do look at Twitter all the time. Yes. And 
fucking WrestleMania week. Mm-hmm. Big WrestleMania. Always fun. Stone Cold Steve Austin. WrestleMania week is also a very stressful week for the boys and when, if you're there. Week. It's a stressful week if you're there. Bring the families and all that for shit. For us, it wasn't terrible. We, we did WrestleCon and killed it. No, that wasn't uh, stressful for us. For days. And then we did the uh, we did the multiverse of matches for Impact Wrestling where we pinned the Briscoes. Uh, so it was fun seeing them, but uh, a lot of fucking hoopla out of WrestleMania. What did you think about it? Was there anything your kids cared about? So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say I, I caught myself a little brother buzz and I went to watch uh, and I went to watch the second night by my lonesome. On Peacock? How do you do it? Got to remember, I, I had a little brother buzz. I was trying, Were you trying to order it? <laughs> I was trying to order it. I got you. Okay. Because the first, did the first night, did, did, did is that what Cody Rose came back the first no, night? No, he came, he came back the second night if what I read is. You sure? Well, I'm not sure about anything. I'm not sure about that either. <laughs> I don't know what night Cody See, Rose came back. We have part of an issue why we can't recap because we, we never watch. And if we do, we're a little brothered up. <laughs> because it's kind of hard to recap when you don't know what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> so that's kind of the issue. Anyways, guys, didn't watch. So. Yeah, I heard it was fun. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> we got big stuff coming up though. We uh, so we're doing, like I said, we're doing media blitz here now. Uh, you'll see Friday, we're going to be in Indianapolis. So this is going to drop on Sunday. So you won't, you'll, we'll already been there. Friday, we're going to be in Indianapolis. Saturday is going to be super duper brotherly fun. We got uh, Windy City Riot, New Japan, uh, that little stooge walkie. This is a, one of our, this is our first time returning to quote unquote New Japan in America. This is like a return to New Japan. Like, we did it, we did it, we did it. We did it in L.A. In L.A., but there's no people. Yeah, there yeah. were. Oh, you're wrong, my bad, I'm sorry. There I was thinking of the COVID. people out there I was there thinking of the COVID tonight. Us wrestle Mox and the Gatos. That's right, my bad. Yeah, awesome. my bad. <laughs> yeah, fuck. Help, help, I helped draw that crowd and forgot about it. You, you did, yes. Um, you did both of those things. Well, I was thinking more about the, the COVID uh, match that we had with, with Yuji Nagata and, and one of the young, young boys. Still fun, but not the same without the crowd. But Windy City Riot, the Chicago yeah. show, sold all the way the fuck out. And we always say when we have to do media and shit, and we get asked about what markets we like or what part of the country we like or what part of the world. Like, Chicago's a great wrestling city. They always got love for the boys. The old school brothers, I always used to hear them talk about the reactions in Chicago before I ever got one of my own. When you get over a little bit, you go there, you feel it, and it becomes one of your favorites. We they, do get good reactions in Chicago. They, they, got, they, got, they got a lot of, uh, of good brotherly Bullet Club love there. And I know you know them. I feel like I've fucking met everybody over 20 years. I have never spoke to scott norton that i remember really i've never met him i always liked scott norton thought he was a badass cool as shit dude in japan and wcw and he is teaming with us so i've had sat and had cold beers with scott norton scott norton would be a hell of a podcast if we could get him on well, if, those if, are some fucking if stories. we sit down and do it well it's that's part of our issue kind of part of our issue <laughs> yeah. we have to do more media today it's guys it's almost six o'clock yeah, you know, and Dr. Ross verbally assaulted us all day. He verbally assaulted us for t- answering questions truthfully. For, for not lying to the good <laughs> fans and the people. We would be great politicians because we're too dumb to lie. If you ask us, we tell you. Let's bring up some more about Scott Norton. So he, uh, yeah. me, me and him missed our time together in New Japan, right? So he was always the big foreigner that was always going over there for how many years? 20 years probably? Well, he had, like, didn't he have like one of those, like D'Lo talks about him a lot too, but I, I feel like you've probably done just as many or more tours, but Scott had done like, was it a hundred tours? Something yeah. crazy, a crazy amount of Japanese yeah. wrestling tours. And I, I remember when he was winded down and you could still see him on new Japan and he was the world champion and the top foreigner. And I fuck, he looked cool. Yeah. Fuck. I guess I probably did like 80 tours. Would that sound right? 
Jesus. Yeah. 60s, 70, 80? You had to have. I mean, eight years total. Yeah. I'm, then you were on everything. Yeah. I mean, I missed, so, I missed like three super juniors. Probably 80 tours, 70 to 80. That's a fucking mm. lot of tours in Japan, dude. No wonder I'm such a fucking psycho now. D-Lo's like, I've done 54 tours and like he knows to a T, but we're just so brothered out on the road yeah. so much. We just, we have no clue. I just remember I'd, I'd be, I'd be there for three weeks, right? I'd see nine days. In the first four days, you're trying to get your bearings back, right? Yeah. Then on the fifth day, you realize you got to fly back again, and which is fine. You, you want to go to work. But the day before you fly, you start going, I can't look like I got on that plane again for 20 hours or whatever. You got to get your head right. Now. Then you start getting on that plane, and, and you start to, and after about anxiety, about the third, fourth year, I started to really turn into a weird fucker. I started. <laughs> I, started <laughs> I didn't see that coming. Though. We started. I, I mean, started. Yes, you did. <laughs> I started losing. I started losing my goddamn mind on those fucking on those flights. Because if you, you're just sitting there and For you're just looking at a stupid screen, so many the same hours. fucking movies over and over again. The same girl that comes on and explains the seatbelt. Oh my god! And then if you've never flown to Japan, the worst part about the Japanese tour for me was listen to her translate because it takes an hour longer than to say it in English. Yes. You can just, go, please take your seats, buckle your seatbelts, uh, please close your window shade. It takes them 12 minutes to yeah, say Yeah, it takes, because the, the, they, they, they say, they say you, everything thank, so thank politely. You, thank you, thank you, thank you. Please do this. Thank you for listening. Please do this. Thank you for listening. I remember the, the, the young boys would come running in and they go, somebody shop, somebody shop. And they'd scream after their match. Baldo, Giant Bernard, finally looks at Fale, our big brother who speaks perfect <laughs> Japanese, and he goes, Fale, what the fuck are those kids saying when they come in here? <laughs> and, and Fale goes, what the fuck are Fale those goes kids well, saying? actually, they're like saying like, hey, sorry that I wrestled, you know, I'm sorry. I hope it was okay. So then Baldo goes, what the fuck? So the kid comes in, somebody shop! And Baldo would go, sorry, I wrestled. All right? <laughs> Baldo would come back in the room after a match. He goes, sorry, I wrestled, Fale. My son made a fucking really funny point. We were talking about you know, Japan opening up and the possibility if we ever get to go back. And I was saying how I wanted to go back. And my 15 year old son, Kate, who's a witty little bastard. Yeah. Witty goes, little bastard. The wittiest of wits. To my wife, who know, has never been around me on, you know, going to Japan, goes, oh, my God, you've never dealt with my dad after Japan. He's either like on a high and bouncing up and down for a day or he sleeps for four days. <laughs> it sucks. <laughs> and I was like, I mean... Come on, really? Kate. Like, I come home and fucking always bring you a present and hug your little face and take you out for a nice dinner, and this is what I get? That's Damn fucking it. hilarious. <laughs> I remember I, I uh, my, my kids, my oldest especially. Well, he, he, goes, must, he probably isn't excited about he, you ever going back. He remembers it. Like, I, I clearly remember a couple of nights, like, you know, because, like, dude, you know, I had I had the first baby, right? And then, I mean. Gone. Yeah, I, I was home for 10 days, and I left for six weeks. I mean, then I come it's home and, and I, and I, and I didn't really have, I mean, you got to do what you got to do, right? You got to, you got to make your money. You got to make a living. Yeah. You got to make a living. But you look back but, on it. It's like, and people would go, well, why didn't you just take, ask off or take off? Like, you can't, you can't. Your spot's you, gone. You can't. It, I could do that. Sure. But then like, I might not be the machine gun now. I mean, I was the, I just won that. We had just won the IWGP it, tag team it, championships. It, it honestly doesn't matter how long you go. If we took off from the next TVs, there'd be some team in there that Scott would use and that's just the way it I mean, goes, it's man. It's the way it is, yeah. man. Like, I mean, and like, but you know, my boss that's is... That's why we've never fucking taken the time to heal anything ever. <laughs> yeah, no, it's true. I mean, but my second son, my third son, remember? I mean, I had my third son. Next day, I flew to Canada for a New Japan show Shit. in Canada. I mean, so, the next day... Was it a New Japan show or one of those like... It was a New or? Japan show. This was a... Demore. Oh, BC Dub. And all the Japanese boys were there. Was that where you lost to... What's his name, John? That's where I lost to Phil Atlas. 
Ladies and gentlemen, as an IWGP Tag Team Champion, I lost. I lost to Phil Atlas. Yeah, but he he <laughs> either forgot you lost to Phil Atlas, which he booked, or ribbed you, and fucking aired it on Access TV. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I watched it, and I'm watching it, and I'm going, okay. There's Chad having a match on a nice little indie show, and then you got fucking pinned, and I went, what? <laughs> I was the New Japan IWGP. World Tag Team Champion with Giant Bernard, and I went to BCW for Scott Demore and did the Jizzob <laughs> to, to Phil Atlas. Now, don't get me wrong. Whatever. It didn't, didn't matter. I definitely didn't care because I knew, I knew nobody was going to see it anyway. Well, not until he aired it. Until he aired it. <laughs> until, yeah, until, t- until a decade later, my boss airs it on his TV show just to give me a little stick. A little stick. Look at that. Fuck. Anyways, I was still at WGP Tag Team Champion. <laughs> this episode of Talking Shop is brought to you by Manscaped. Time to clear out your winter bush and join the other 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with the code HOOTS20, H-O-O-T-S-20. Now, Manscaped has the full package you need for spring cleaning this year. The Performance Package 4.0, it's the only tool you need to keep your boys looking and smelling like the fresh tulips your partner wants in your garden. To start off your spring cleaning, use the Manscaped Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer to get the most precise shave on your hedges. Did I mention that it's waterproof as well? Yep, that worked with me in the shower. Equipped with an LED light so you know it'll be a major asset to the new shower routine. Clear your holes and smell the spring air with the Weed Whacker. This nose and ear hair trimmer provide proprietary skin-safe technology, which helps prevent nicks, snags, and tugs in those delicate holes. After clearing your nose, make sure we get uh, get rid of that foul ball smell with the uh, the Crop Preserver and the Crop Reviver. Now, the Crop Preserver is an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. The Reviver, well, that's a spray-on toner for your balls, and you want to keep those boys from sticking to your leg and leave them smelling like fresh-cut spring flowers. Finish off your grooming routine with the Plow 2.0, the perfect razor for the finest shave on your face. Because if you're using your lawnmower 4.0 on your balls and your face, you're doing it wrong, boys. The start of spring also marks the start of Testicular Cancer Awareness Month in April. Manscaped is partnered with the Testicular Cancer Society to bring awareness to testicular cancer, men's health, and early cancer detection. Manscaped is committed to raising awareness for the most common form of cancer in men aged 15 to 35 and giving support for fighters, survivors, and families impacted by testicular cancer as part of their We Save Balls initiative. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code HOOTS20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with the code HOOTS20 at manscaped.com. It's time to throw out your old hygiene habits and upgrade your life. Scott Norton, I wanted to bring this up. I, I, I met him. So Rocky knows yeah, him really well. Yeah, give me some Norton. So did, here's a here's a great fucking. I wish Rocky was here for this one. This is a great story. I'm sure we've told this. I'm talking shop, but as you know us, doesn't we matter. We repeat everything. We were sitting around having a beer one night after a show. I remember him. He was in Arizona or something. And he goes, "Yeah, this was back when in I was Arizona." Yeah, we had a beer. Yeah. I don't know why. Show? No, or just like just a regular indie. Yeah, indie. I, and I wasn't in. Uh, I wasn't in New Japan yet. I was a, just an indie brother in Los Angeles. We drove six hours to Phoenix. For some reason, Scott had a show in Arizona. I don't remember why. But Baldo was on tour because that's when he was living in Phoenix and he couldn't come. Scott started telling us a story and he goes, 
This is when I was the IWGP champion. Oh, hell, Rock was there. You know, fuck. And he starts telling the story. And then I got done. And like the next day we were talking. I said, Rock, you didn't know when you were there when he was champion, right? He goes, yeah, dog. I was like 12 years old. <laughs> but Norton, was, wasn't he champion still when you started coming? No, Scott was gone. Oh, I got to look this yeah, up. Yeah, look it up. I got to look it up because didn't he kind of pass the torch to Baldo for a while? He passed the torch uh, willingly or unwillingly. I don't know. Sure, whatever. That's but wrestling. He, he was gone. By the time I came back. His first IWGP tag team title, which he won two times, one with Ludwig Borga and one with Hercules Hernandez. Wasn't he champion on Nitro in like 1996? Rock was 12 years old. Like, I thought he had it again in the 2000s. <laughs> no, no. Oh, then I'm oh, wrong. No, he might have had it in 2000. Oh, I'm sorry. You know what? He would have been there still in 2006. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, but I didn't go until 2008. 2008. Yeah. So was, him and Baldo were there together for a little bit. And yeah, Baldo, they had a, Baldo was probably out of WWE by what out oh five or something, something like that. He had it, and Baldo went to all Japan first, and oh, then oh, then I he signed. That. Then Hatori jumped back. Did he steal him? Hatori jumped back. See, Hatori has a long story of Japan. <laughs> well, he that, he jumped around a little bit. So did Baldo just go with Hatori? Baldo jumped to New Japan, which is a big wrestling story right. there, and he signed a contract. Do you want to tell it? Can you tell it without saying I, I wish I, I just wish I, I wish I knew well it. I, I, I know Baldo went to... Rock would uh, probably know it, but he, he never participates anymore. Yeah, he doesn't even... Yeah. He doesn't even know we have a podcast. We need to just... I think we need to... Yeah, fire him off the pod. Yeah, well, we can give him a severance out of the Talking Shop bank account that's dwindling quickly since we don't work very hard. <laughs> yeah. <anymore>. Yeah. <laughs> it's going down. Sorry, Rock. Your severance pay ran out. Well, why'd it run out, dog? Well, yeah. Well, we're out of money. Hey, what, what, <laughs> what, 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 what was Rock's... Uh, Remember Rock's solution to how to get the talking shop credit card down? How to make it not? It was actually a terrible. Idea. How to how to make it not as good? All three of us need one. All three one. of us have one. I go that, that, that's 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 probably <laughs> Rock. That's worse. Well, that's, I'll tell you that's three times worse of an idea. <laughs> I had a long discussion about this. Because how many how many motherfucking dinners y'all have? Business dinners last month. Well, we we had a lot. I mean, we were hungry. We're on, <laughs> we're on the road a lot, little Rock. Yeah, mother trucker. Yeah, remember when Rock just stopped calling us back, stopped writing us because he all of a sudden got quote unquote busy. Fuck. Yeah, for 30 days. Yeah. And then he didn't write us back until it was a pro wrestling question. I love when he's not here. We can just bury him. Yeah, we love you, Rock. Um, anyway, let's bury him more. But Scott Norton, this will be the first time you're meeting him. You're excited. What are you going to tell him? Yeah, man. Fuck. You know, I've, I've seen all those guys over the years, but just never him. Yeah. That's going to be cool as fuck. I, I said this to you in the gym earlier. So if you don't do it, I will. I think you need to grab that fucking mic and cut the machine gun promo and induct him straight into the bullet club. No, he's already bullet club. I know, but I want an induction. That's, yeah, Fox he sense. needs that. He but needs this, He needs to be the first ever, well, I guess technically, the, I guess the second, really, when you think about it. This is a good question. Jeff Jarrett was NWO, wasn't he? Or was he just a horseman? Well, he went to NWO and the Vince Russo. So I would, I'm, or I'm, the WCW. My question was going to be, would it be the first NWO guy in the bullet club? But I guess technically you would have to say Jeff was the first one. Yeah, but I look That's at it as an original, original NWO. NWO Hollywood, baby. It's pretty fucking cool. Because Double J was in the NWO when, like... Here's what I'm going to tell Bret Hart, Jeff Jarrett. Even I'm going to say, can you get one of those leather Kangol hats, which I stole the idea for 25 years later, that you used to wear on TV with some Oakleys, and please just walk out in those? I need that. Oh, that old school? <laughs> he looked cool as fuck. He's a weird, you know... With the, I remember with, when he would sometimes, like, Hogan be cut the promo, and he's just standing there, and like all they had to do was stand there, because they looked so goddamn... No, old. he was hands down my brother's favorite wrestler, Scott Norton. So I was able to tell him that. There, there's, a lot of, uh, there's a lot of dudes, like like kids who like... Because, you know, you don't know what a work rate is, but I would turn the TV on, and Scott Norton just power bombing and choke slamming and clotheslining the fuck out of everyone. I loved him. I even loved Fire and Ice, and I remember them saying, like, oh, they had a couple bad 
tag matches when they put him with, um, I can't think of the guy's name. He lives in Atlanta. Ice Train. Oh, yeah. yeah but yeah. I went, I mean, I, you don't know if they're good matches or bad matches. He's I just like, saw how, how cool looking they were. I was like, these fucking guys rule. Well, I, I, I loved Buff Bagwell. He's so charismatic. He cares, yeah. Imagine how much how much he slayed back in the day. We still love seeing Buff the stuff. Oh, Buff is the stuff. Gives us great And Braun, Braun, you got to quit arguing with Buff on Twitter. Braun, don't argue with Buff don't is the stuff. Don't argue with Buff Daddy. Buff Daddy's oh, always right. You can argue with Big Papa Pump, too. Get out of here with that. Problem. I ain't arguing with Big Papa Pump. All I know is Big Papa Pump Big gave Papa me Pump a... Big still kill you, maybe. Big Papa Pump gave me a big goddamn hug at WrestleCon. Love and, and called me Carl. He knows my goddamn name. <laughs> Made it. Big Papa Pump's a brother and a half. I just man. love that Big Papa Pump's in the Big, WWE Hall of Fame I now. love Big Papa Pump, man. He's one of my all-time favorite wrestlers to talk to. He's we we share a brotherly Atlanta uh, phone call maybe, you know, once every few months just to gossip. Just a little and, about what's going on? Yeah, I just like hearing him talk shit. It's so fun. <laughs> I got to I gotta tell the story. Gallows goes, oh, fuck, I, I missed a call from Rick Steiner. I got to call. <laughs> I got I to. I I Underratedly funny Gallows story here. I got I to gotta call Rick Steiner back, call right? Steiner back. So then Gallows, go, he, he gets in the car, he goes, fuck, all right. So whatever, dials it. <laughs> Rick goes, oh. He goes, hey, Rick, it's Gallows, man. And Rick goes, oh, hey, Gallows. <laughs> And then it's a little bit of silence, and then Rick Steiner goes, what can I do for you? And Gallows goes, I don't know, I missed your call, Rick. He goes, oh, yeah, here's the thing. Then he's Rick, your call back, Rick. Like, I just cold called him. Tried to sell him insurance. <laughs> and then Steiner told him exactly what he needed, almost like he was fucking with you. Uh, yeah, he probably was, yeah. which makes it funny. Think about that. How many years? Rick Steiner, were you a fan of him back in the day? Oh, Who didn't love the fucking Steiner brothers? If you didn't love the Steiner brothers, then you're not a real wrestling fan. I don't think. I was happy to see them go into the Hall of Fame. Every time we see them... Fuck, they're great to us. And, uh, man, I got to bond with Scott like 10 years ago. Weirdly, I went to India with him for that Ring King thing that TNA was doing. It was before I signed with TNA. And we were just, we're flying out of Atlanta. So we were there together. And he was sitting down eating and I was sitting down having a beer. And we just started, we moved our table and we just started brother talking. And then we got there and I was like, fuck, I don't really know these TNA guys. And there was, before the actual TV taping, the day before, we got flown in early there was a press conference and we were doing a six man for the press conference and the finish is me over Scotty with my finish. And I was like, oh, over man. Steiner. Yeah. I was like, I got to go tell big Papa pump that <sighs> I got to fucking pin him clean because I was the American badass drew Hankinson riding my motorcycle to the ring that I didn't know how to ride. Uh, and he went, Oh yeah, great. Perfect. Really? Fuck. He was awesome about it. And then after that, like when I would be in TNA, there'd be like, everybody would book like NWO versus Ace and Ace and I'd go put him over and just, do a brother match with him, do a little uh, street fight match. And we just, I, man, he's my buddy. A lot of the old school brothers realize you're, you're brotherly. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that I can't say either. But he, well, he of course. Yeah, I was, I'll tell yeah. you the story later. Another one of my favorite stories, another under, underrated funny gallo story. This is about Scott Steiner. This this is when you know you're a fan of someone, right? Like, he goes, oh, yeah, Gallo starts telling the story. And it's really not funny, but it's a story that I remember now. So now I think it's funny and kind of cool. LG goes, yeah, man, fuck, I don't know. Steiner was talking to his wife and was this, I heard him saying this. He goes, yeah, when we get home, throw some steaks on the grill, you know, a couple of beers, a couple of steaks. Sounds good, right? And Gallows told me that story. And that's the story. And I go, huh? It's kind of the end. What's of the it. story? <laughs> but, well, the story is. He sounded so cool the way he said it, though. The story is the preface to a story that I told him. But it's also about shop. he's a man's man. And it's it, like. He's basically said, home, I think, steaks. go home and make some steaks and I'm going to have a couple beers. And I went, what a man. That's fucking cool. <laughs> That's what you wanted to say. Yeah, but that was the night that he... Uh, well, now, I th every time I think about that, I'm like, hey, hey, teen, go throw some... Go throw some steaks. Throw some steaks. Get me a couple beers, baby. beers for me. I'll get my own beers. Huh? Yeah, yeah, uh, <laughs> you know, don't worry about the beers. Dude, I'll come to steaks. My wife, has, <laughs> my wife hasn't handed me a beer in about, about six years. 
I don't even ask her. But that was the night. I feel uncomfortable every time I have a drink in my hand and my wife looks at me. I'm like, oh, well, what do you mean? Out, I do too. Even at a party. I think she's going, I mean, what are you doing? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Aren't we all partying? Yeah. <laughs> we don't do this on Wednesdays? I don't know. <laughs> God damn. Do you have to always come home and smell like shit? Uh, I don't know. What do you mean? Uh, just got back from Japan, you know? <laughs> Scott Snyder fucking. That story, the reason I, I started telling you that was because later that night was the night that my tag team partner missed his flight and. It was buffed the stuff and Scott Steiner versus me and Knox and Knox's flight got canceled. So they found this indie guy who's a really old school guy. Yeah. And uh, all of a sudden Scott was in a bad mood. I'm like, why is my best friend Scott Steiner in such a bad mood? <laughs> so I got everything cool, Scotty. And he goes, yeah, I'm only working with you tonight. You don't tag that motherfucker in. And the guy's standing three feet away. No problem. Whatever you want. We get out there. We circle. We lock up. He pushes me off. He flexes and he goes, tag that motherfucker in. And I went, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so I tagged that motherfucker in and we went from working to shoot waistlock German, ride him around German, ride him around German, throw him out of the ring. And then I did the rest of the match. Wow. I got in the back and was like, whoa, what a man. This is another grown man. Yeah. Man, I have a family. I don't know. Yeah. And the guy's laid on the floor like Japanese style with the ice thing on the back of his head. <laughs> yeah. And I walked in, I go, is, every, is everything okay? He goes, you were great. Thanks, man. And he leans over the guy and he puts his finger in his face. He goes, that's for trying to stiff me in 92, you stupid fuck. Whoa. A 20-year receipt. <laughs> Think about shit. One time about a man. <laughs> well, then he stood up and he walked over and told his wife. Throw some steaks on the grill and get a couple beers. <laughs> a couple beers. <laughs> so, he wasn't mad anymore once he thought about the steaks. <laughs> wasn't, Scott, wasn't Scott Stein like a badass wrestler for real, though? Like well, a, they both were. They both went to uh, U of M, I believe. They were Michigan yeah, Wolverines. Yeah, they were okay. shit wrestlers. And then, and then Rick started first, right? And he was like doing WCW Japan. And then Scott started. And the big man and then, came in. Here it goes. Yeah. So Scott Steiner, we we met. I met him for the first time. So you knew him so well. That's why it might be why gotta, he was half nice. We gotta get him. We gotta podcast sometime when we're actually working, and he'll do it. Yeah, he would. He'd be, but he'd be a great one. He'd be a great guest. Fuck. He was, well, I, I met him the first time at GFW. Remember the, yeah. Remember the GFW days? Remember the pipe? Yes. Oh, hit him with a fucking pipe. We go, uh, okay. Uh, hit who? Uh, not us, right? <laughs> <laughs> he didn't give a fuck. He too sweet at us. I, I don't think he even got in the ring, or did he? I, no, I think he just swung the pipe. Didn't, didn't Big Kevin, Big Sexy, not want to get in the ring? Big Kevin was awesome. What do you think, dude? They wanted him to do something in the, in the match because they only had like me and Kev on the show, yeah. and the rest were like, like more like indie guys and stuff. So they wanted like a big Bullet Club. NWO moment for the, for the people and Big Kevin goes I don't have my fucking knee braces and then he was like maybe I could do it from the floor and I was like fuck these guys are <laughs> do you remember the time Bullet Club was this was 2014 Bullet Club was probably at its hottest because AJ AJ Styles had just came in so yeah. we were pretty quote unquote Rolling, hot whatever yeah. for wrestling we went and did a show in New Jersey we had me, me and Gallows had our match, and we were like, "Fuck yeah, we're getting the fuck out of here." We were on first, and we went, "Hell yes, let's fucking that go!" Was perfect. Bullet Club tag sold some gimmicks out the door. And so even in 2014, we were trying to run. But AJ, it was the main event was AJ Styles versus Rob Van Dam. We told AJ, "Hey, we'll meet you at the fucking gimmick or whatever." Yeah, see you at the hotel, bud. We'll have some um, wine there. Yeah, drink it. You can watch. It'll be a good time. I'll see you later. We'll you have know, a good time. And then uh, right before right before we leave, Tommy Dreamer goes, "Hey, we got a." Uh, Right. Got something at the end here to run in at the end. I said, at the end? Main event? Like two hours? And was, yeah, yeah, it's going to be like, you guys come out, beat them up, then ECW will come out, and they have a bull club versus ECW. We go, 
oh, come, come on, on, man. <laughs> and he goes, you don't want Bullet Club versus ECW? And we go, well, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, maybe third. Yeah, yeah, of course. Then <laughs> <laughs> Dreamer walked away and me and Gallows both went, God damn it. Oh, fuck, man. <laughs> we got to stay here for two hours. We got to stay. But of course, Bullet Club versus ECW sounds it's really cool. Yeah. It sounds really cool, but like, I don't know. We thought we, were, we thought we were done. What's going on next week? We got, hey, let's, um, so, if you're in the Poughkeepsie area. Uh, Poughkeepsie, New York, Rebellion I, uh, is the April 23rd. 23rd. The next day, television tapings here in Poughkeepsie. It's the historic Mid-Hudson Coliseum. We did a lot of media today, and, and what was pointed out to us that we didn't necessarily remember was, speaking of Scott Steiner, I wrestled him in that building, but we have never appeared there together as a tag team. It's kind of cool. We have a gala match. Not excited about that. No, but, now, why, now, why is this a historic building? Just it, it was like a, it was a WWF building uh, forever. They used to run TV out of there. So there's probably a chance there'd be like, a nice crowd, like WWF TV, then Vince, and then like I was shocked that they said you never went there unless like WWE quit going there because I know I went there back well, in the day because we were on everything pretty much for a while. That's I mean, what I'm saying. We if, only missed a, a couple. If they hit this building, we went. Who we knows? only missed a couple of loops in 2018. Maybe that was one of the rare times when I had to wrestle and you managed. Because <laughs> normally it that was didn't the, happen. Normally often. it was the other way around. Hey, tell the story about. Uh, this is a pretty funny one. Keeping the heater on the floor. Oh, jeez. Well, there was the one. <clears throat> I'd do a singles match, and then Gallows would do the singles match. And I was thinking, yo, fuck, this is great. This is in Europe, though. Yeah, we're going we're gonna, we're gonna to go back and forth, the agents told us. I'll do one with Ferg, with Finn Balor. Tomorrow, Gallows would go. So I, <laughs> we get to the building, and on the way to the building, Gallows goes, I really hope it's I really hope it's me working. Like I was like, yeah, well, they said they'd flip-flop, but so I'm sure it is. And he goes, yeah, I, I hope it's me. I really want to work, man. <laughs> I guess cool, you know. I did. We walk in the locker room. He doesn't realize I'm watching him. He, wa- he walks up to the card on the wall. The lineups hung. They, they hang the, the lineups, lineups on, on the wall. wall. He takes his finger, goes down, and he does a fist pump—a real small, <laughs> like a little small fist pump. Turns right, staring right at me. I said, "Who's who's working?" He goes, "Oh, it's you, man." I go, Sorry. "Motherfucker, I saw you fist pump." He goes, "What?" <laughs> Agent goes, "Well, you know, we figure keep the heater on the floor." Yeah. I go, "Oh yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, it makes more sense keeping the heater." On the floor. <laughs> what, uh, yeah, Mike, uh, Mike Rotunda. <laughs> yeah. yeah, keep the heater keep on the, the floor. heater on the floor. Oh yeah, it makes sense, Mike. Thanks. Hey guys, <laughs> if you're in the Poughkeepsie area, Poughkeepsie, New York, or if you're in New York, come on out, come see us. April 23rd, uh, Rebellions. Uh, it's already got a big crowd. We heard about them. Come, come see the TV the next day. Yes, we were in Cincinnati coming up too. Are you excited? May seventh and eighth. Yes, and your show on the sixth. Yes, we do. Uh, North Georgia, Dalton, Georgia. Yep. Lariato Pro. That's May 6th. Good Brothers taking on Swinger and Zicky Dice. That's right. We're gonna, we're, we're really going to do that. That was a cool one for me. We did it last year. That's right. Ra- Raised a bunch of many from the Children's that's right. Network. So whenever you can do it, have fun, give back, that's cool. So come see us live. We're everywhere. Yep. Just check the social media. We're about to go hit some more. Uh, I think we have one last, uh, one last, one last media kidding, shot man. here. Just kidding, we're not to push for Poughkeepsie, New York, baby. Uh, check out Impact Wrestling. Hey, for the Machine Gun and for Big LG, for Rocky and for Emilio, the guys that are always absentee sons of bitches. We're out. Have a great fucking day, guys. <laughs>